Easy Africa 100. Connecting entrepreneurs on the African continent and beyond. Profiling 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days. Tune in as we amplify African excellence with your host, Vanessa Paramal, on Africa Business Radio. Hi guys, and thank you for tuning in to another podcast series in the 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days. So in the journey of 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days, there's been a number of networks because when we start, you know, when you start such a massive project, you now know that volunteers have been coming in. You now know that donations have been coming in. And so we have people saying, listen, don't close. Let's empower Vanessa to do the show. We need her to succeed. And the guest I have today... Her name is Indrani. We've been talking for the last 48 hours. So I'm highly thankful for a number of reasons, Indrani. You'll tell us what you do and you'll tell me your surname and you'll tell me your business. It takes a visionary to build a bridge for someone else. And I would like to thank you. So ladies and gentlemen and the continent who are entrepreneurs, what Indrani did for us is inspiring it's magnanimous and it also takes us to a place of how serving and giving inspires a movement to pay it forward. Thank you for bringing such beautiful women onto the show, people who could be our future clients, people who had come in here, you know, scared, are we going to charge them, what's the story? And people who change lives. So tell me what you're doing, Rani, and thank you for joining Africa Business Radio, EC Africa 100. Thank you, Vanessa, <laughs> for having me. Uh, my name is Indrani Gavinder. I'm the founder of a company called Rysons Construction. Rysons Construction. You're a mum, I think, eh? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Tell me uh, about Rysons Construction. Okay. Rysons Construction was founded by me. Rock Bottom became the foundation in which I built my success. Rock Bottom became the foundation on which I built my success. Now, you all know the reason we're hustling firstly is to keep us in jobs, but we want to do posters because we think it's important for African leaders to be quoted, and that's a quote right there. Guys, I hope you are all tuned in, got your pens out, coffee, and listening tuned in. You don't want to miss this one. Please go ahead. Okay. I have been poor all my life that brought up by my grandmother, where my parents actually gave me away to my grandmother to bring me up. So this is like poor, no money. Yes, and became a single mother at the age of 29 years old and had to bring up my boys who were six years and nine years. Did you bring up your kids when you were 29? And, yeah. Oh, two kids. Two Did boys. you know my mom was a widow at the age of 29? Really? I was eight when my dad passed away. Really? Yeah, so it's amazing. I'm so, so I'm sure your mom was a very strong woman to bring up a strong woman like she you. She was uneducated, standard three. Yeah. And found herself, the other day we were in a workshop and we asked, because I'm so disruptive and we're doing things that nobody's done. And so we were in a team building and I took this photo out and suddenly the tears started rolling. My staff got such a shock. I said, my gosh, I didn't know my mom was a disruptor. She had a sari on. And I know her to be a sales lady working oh. for 30 years. So can you imagine how disruptive that must have been? Uneducated, take out a sari, put on Western clothing mm-hmm. and find a job. 
sales lady. I like that. So you said your mom was a sales lady. And, and, and she worked herself for 30 years in a store called Stutterfords. Okay, so let me tell you something. So we have something very in common, really? your mom and I. Um, I was a sales lady when I became a single mom. Okay. And I worked myself up from a sales lady to a manager of, of the Fashini store. Okay. So that's, that's I was in retail. in South Africa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've been in retail for 25 years. Right. And in 2008, I've been involved in a terrible car accident and I had two armed robberies. One of the armed robbers actually saved my life when I, we were going to get shot in the robbery. And the reason why I'm telling you this, I want to tell you, and that's the reason why I became passionate to do what I do right now. Wow, and that's that harrowing. Is, that is scary, life-threatening. And that is job creation. Wow, I'm inspired. Yeah. So the company temporarily bothered me off from work, went into severe depression. So were you, you were arm robbed in South Africa? Yes. Okay. Um, so there was five guys that came into my home and robbed us, held us up at gunpoint. And then believe it or not, two weeks later, I have the second arm robbery in the store oh. that I was working in. But I never knew the plans the Lord had for me. So it's a spiritual journey that you It was right. a spiritual journey, yes. So he definitely had his plans for me. Because you're a highly successful entrepreneur, are you? <laughs> in the construction sector. I think that my whole business was a territory that God has given to me just to touch people's lives and to make a difference in people's lives. Okay, so you know, in the show we have a lot of diversity in religious groups. So I'm so encouraged to hear that your spiritual journey is one that has inspired your business. business what does your business do? Okay, so I hit rock bottom, temporary boarded up from work, bills started piling up, was at the lowest when... I left my home and I found a track on the floor that said all suffering soon to end. A track is like a, it's track, a biblical yes, track. Yes, okay. somebody had, I picked this up and it said all suffering soon to end. All suffering soon to end. I went to a coffee shop not even having tender in my wallet. So unemployed, no money yes. in the coffee shop. Yes. Sitting there, every time the waitress came, I said to the waitress, I'm waiting for someone. But I picked up a newspaper that had a woman empowerment workshop that was held by Tigwini Municipality. Woman empowerment, empowerment workshop. I attended the workshop and I listened to a motivational speaker tell a success story. Wow, my gosh. You read about this and you never know that it actually happens in real life. Yes. So... I listened to Dr. Naledi Moyo tell a success story. There and then I decided that I'm going to throw in my poverty and bring in my own success. So it's a mindset shift. Yeah, it was. And you saw someone else do it before yes. you. But in 2010, I had opened up a construction company, but didn't have the guts to leave a full-time job and go into being a businesswoman. So what does a construction company do? do. My company, I've actually started off doing garden services, doing people's gardens and landscaping. Oh, beautiful. Yes. It was a way that helped me to heal with my post-traumatic stress disorder. Planting is very healing and it actually helped me to heal. But I enjoyed it. And so your enterprise in the gardening space, space. and which took you now, propelled you to where you are. Yeah. So this is so much a business show. Yeah. And we're trying to learn from each other because we want to end poverty. Yes. And we want to create jobs. Yes. What were you doing correctly that, at that point? 
Okay, you know, when you do, I think what God wants you to do, success just automatically follows you. So what has happened is I started employing people in this garden services. Okay. And wintertime, there was no gardens to do or no grass to, to cut. Right. So as an entrepreneur, I didn't want to give up. I went into the building sector. So you diversified your income streams. Yes, to go into the building sector. Now, being a female in a very, very male-dominated industry was of not course. easy. Right. So I then decided to go and empower myself. What did you do? Luckily, the NHBRC had a woman empowerment training program that was held at the Garden Institute of Business Science. It was a one-year training program where they took us. So education is what propelled you yes. to think yes. differently. You yeah. went on to the workshop, the motivation workshop, yeah. and now you went on to empower a tra- myself. A training program. Yeah. And you learned about construction. I learned about building of houses, building correct homes. My word. And yeah. this was in 2010. Yes. And so what does your company do now? So I started off with garden services, which I still have my team still doing garden services. That's, so your core but business. But we do like the hospitals and we do more corporates. So you've identified a network and an ecosystem yeah. that you could add value to. Yeah. Important principles, guys. Keep on writing those tips because yeah. we want you to be empowered. Yes. Find a network that you can create value into. Yeah. But my main reason was why I still kept that. Because some of my staff that I was talking to said to me how they struggled and how the families had no food to eat and how the little girl had nothing to eat. And every time they were tempted to go do robberies, but every time they did a robbery, they were so scared where the police was going to shoot them and where the little girl was not going to see them anymore. Now that gave me an inspiration because at my arm robbery, there was one arm robber that saved my life. And I don't know where he is, but every day I used to pray for him. And because What does that mean he saved your life? When they were going to shoot us, he yes. said to the other four robbers, I started pleading for my life and saying that I'm not a businesswoman. I don't own this house. I'm renting in this house. Please save us. And so this one arm robber convinced the other arm robbers, wow. telling them so not to shoot me. So you literally looked at death in the eye, yes. but you also had an opportunity the guns, when someone saved you. The guns were cocked on my head. It my, is traumatic. Yes. That's unfortunately the other side of South yes, Africa. Yes. I'm excited that you were able to pull yourself together. Because we, all we can do is pull ourselves together. Yeah. So, so... I don't know where he is, but because of how he saved my life, I decided I'm going to do something different to create jobs for people and change their lives. How many jobs do you have you created so far? Well, I joined the Shinduka Black Umbrellas movement where they grew entrepreneurs. And 2014, I was the national winner for job creation. I came first in the whole nine provinces. Well done. Always cheering on. Well done. Yeah. So it means you create a lot of work in the sector that you're in. Yes. And so that's the reason why I went from the garden services to the building. And then I launched my plumbing division, which is led by a female plumber at the moment. I want to say this to you because I get frustrated. Yeah. Plumbers and construction people have such a bad reputation because they just never deliver. Are you different? What do you guys do differently? I think it was the bad lessons that I learned in life where as the business started, um, I realized that what can we do something different? 
and believe it or not I think it's training that is of vital importance so I make sure that my staff are fully trained to know how to give the best customer service out there so your customer service did yeah. you listen to this guys yeah. customer service is important because you're representing your brand yes and what kind of contracts are you involved because the time is going out I just want to quickly okay. get through this the contracts I do is I do all insurance claims so we do work for outsurance APSA insurance, so that's where my building teams are. I have okay, so teams. when clients go to them and they need something to be fixed, so you have a captive corporate audience. I love that. Yes, that's, yes. that's a smart business. So the group. job is continuous coming in. Okay. What can we learn from you that you would teach us to amplify and to do these lessons better than you? And what were the single biggest inspiration that propels you to do better? I think my whole vision on job and wealth creation. So it went from grass cutting to plumbing to building to the electrical team. I've also got an electrical team now where we do electrical work as well. We take care of all the hospitals. Um, me, I'm thinking we should do a reality show and do my house and fix it up, but that's just me. <laughs> In reality. But okay, and then... And Further to that, I then launched the telecommunication side, so we're involved in turnkey project with fiber optic cabling. And that's another business all by itself. Yeah. So I actually have different divisions, but I couldn't close the first one because those are the people that started my business. So they need to keep be kept employed. So that's how the business just grew. Uh, but I never just grew by myself. It was a lot of help that I got from government, from the Department of Trade and Industry, where I got an expert that came in from the Netherlands called the PUM program, where he came into my business, spent 10 days with me, told me what right I'm doing and what wrong I'm doing. Love, love, love these business lessons you're teaching. I want to do a show just on that because I think too often we don't know, guys, on the continent, the business lesson I'm learning here is I think Indrani stepped into a sector that can help her and influence her sector. So in South Africa, there's a triple BEE, there's a enterprise development spend, and there are propeller spends, etc. that government intervenes to support small business. I myself, even with all my damn qualifications and a journalist, etc., had never even known what the triple BEE codes stand for. Also, like Indrani Network, which I seriously don't do, I seldom network with women's groups, and I'm learning so much on this particular side of the journey. Yeah. And I think Indrani, you know, maybe tell us where to find you, how do we connect with you, and if people want to connect with your women's group, where do we find you? Okay, uh, so... We then went and launched, lots of entrepreneurs came over to us asking us for help. So we decided to form a group. So we have like over 300 women in this group. No ways. We, yeah. So, so we, what's, what's the group called? It's called the Dynamic Women International. I am the president of the group. And it's run by very strong, powerful women. But our main focus this year is helping grow other women and growing entrepreneurs. So we can go and make a difference in creating more jobs, helping our government grow our economy. I'm going to hold you to come. Please note that the show goes to 54 countries, 1.9 billion people, one continent. You know, people should find you. Are you on a Facebook? Are you on a network? Yeah. How? I am on Facebook. I have a website. Uh, What's w your website called? www.ricensconstruction.ca.za And how do you spell Ricens? R-I-C-I-N-Z. 
That has been a powerhouse of a masterclass. I feel like we should be talking more and more and more. You want to say something before we go? And the Dynamic Woman International Facebook page as well. So Dynamic International Woman is a, is a shared space that people can network with you guys. Yes. I think as part of the 100 Entrepreneur Group, hopefully you guys are part of the 100. Yeah. We want to network you. This has been some dynamic networks already forming. Yeah. And I think for me, that's the win of where to go to. But let me end the show. EC Africa 100 is a conscious attempt to ensure that we use digital to connect and that we use technology to find our marketplace. What I am encouraged by this conversation is, as always, the power of collaboration. I thank God for your life. I thank you for the impact you're making in your people's lives. And I thank you for the networks you'll open for me. So I'm excited that you'll be teaching me all of this. Thank you, Africa, for tuning in. EC Africa 100 is where we're at. 100 Entrepreneurs in 100 is the program. Africa Business Radio is where we're streaming from. And my name is Vanessa Perlmall. Thank you for tuning in. listening to EC Africa 100 on Africa Business Radio. Join the conversation. Hashtag EC Africa 100.